No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Ketchup Sports Talk via Chicago. Chicago Bears recap NFL Week 7, 35, 38 to 3, 35 to 3. What's the difference? But we're here to talk about it. Eli K. Brown, Big Nick the Quick. Welcome in the fellas. What's going on, guys? What's going on? You know. The Bears, the Bulls are 3-0. <laughs> yeah, the, the Bulls. Bulls are 3-0. The Bulls are 3-0. That's exactly right. Let's jump right into it. Um, I didn't know. I knew we were going to lose. And I I was talking about the game before, it came, before, before Sunday, and I just couldn't figure out how we were going to score any points. We've been running the ball really well, and I didn't think we were going to be able to run it at all. So I knew we were going to be able to – we were going to have to drop back and pass, and I don't trust our scheme – to drop back and pass the ball 25, 30 times and have success. And it ended up being the opposite. They let us run the ball and basically said, you, you guys can run it all day. Just don't try to throw it. And as soon as we tried to throw it, that's exactly what happened. We started turning it over. We started fumbling. We started throwing interceptions. I was shocked to see some of the people come out against Justin Fields, I was reading, in, in some of the Twitter stuff. But – I guess it is what it is, right? He's he's struggling, we're struggling, and the quarterback is going to take some flack. Eli, what were your thoughts going into the game, and how did you feel watching? And was that something you is that how you expected it to go, or was it something else? Um, I would not say it's exactly how I expected it. I, I mean, like you, I thought the Bears would lose. I thought if the Bears played a perfect game, they could keep it within seven to ten points. Um, but right from the start, <clears throat> excuse me, I knew that the Bears were not playing a perfect game. Right as soon as they accepted to receive the ball on the kickoff. So they they're like, this is what we want to do. We want to come out. First play, toss, loss of three yards. Right away, they were like, okay, well, our plan didn't work. This is going to be a long day. Like, it, it, right away, I knew that this was going to be a bad game. Um, it, it was embarrassing. I, I don't think it was on the level of the Browns game a few a month ago, but for this team to continuously just not show up, like they just didn't play like yesterday. Uh, and then the unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, it's just embarrassing. We see this too many times. Um, so yeah, I, I was, <clears throat> it's not what I expected, but I was pretty disappointed. Big Nick. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect them to lose by 35. I think we were talking before the game. I thought, you know, when I saw the number, it was like 12 and a half was the spread. I was yeah. like, man, that's a lot of points. They're, they're really disrespecting the Bears in this spot. Um, at the same time, I, I had zero expectation that they were going to win the game. I didn't think, again, that we were going to get smacked around like we did. I didn't think that Todd Bowles was just going to unleash the hounds on us like he did. Um, to your point, I did think it was interesting how they almost did allow us to run the ball, right? Like 100%. 100, 100 yards. He was kind of doing whatever they wanted to. Look, They made him look real good. But as soon as we even thought – about trying to throw the ball or any type of explosive play, they were all over it. So I thought their game plan was flawless. Um, I really think that, you know, what's the guy's name? Lachavius Simmons? Lachavius yeah, Simmons? The right yeah, like, yeah, like, hey, look, man, it's almost like you don't even want to kill the kid because he had no business being out there. Just absolutely had no business playing in an NFL game, and they knew that, and they attacked him, and they, they finally took him out of his mercy and put bars in there who was slightly better. But at this point, uh, with all the injuries on the offensive line, I don't really know what you would have expected, right? I, I, I don't think that we ever had any chance to move the ball against them. And then defensively, look, you talked about it last week, man. Tom remembers last year. He remembers how that game ended. He came out with revenge on his mind. They were obviously trying to put some points on the board. 
They wanted to have a game where they feel good. They wanted to get him his 600 touchdown passes, and the Bears were the perfect opponent for it. So it's it's almost one of those games where, like, a lot of times we come out on Monday and we're upset. This one, it's almost like, I don't – what do you expect? You know what I mean? We, we were down a bunch of players. This is a much better team than we are all ready to begin with. Um, this is a team that's rolling right now. We're going in the opposite direction. I know there's been some fields criticism. Um, and, look, at some point, look, we don't we don't want to criticize them. I know we've been kind of, like, tiptoeing around it, you know, because <laughs> we want it to work out, and we know that there's so much going against him that isn't necessarily his fault, whether it be personnel, whether it be coaching, whether it be inexperience, all those different things. But at the same time, there's a lot of plays, especially over the last two weeks that he's made, that you just cannot – attempt to make on a Sunday. That's it. A lot of Saturday shit. Last week I talked about Saturday shit, (laughs) and yesterday you saw some Saturday shit where, yeah, when you're the most talented person on the field consistently, you can try to make those plays. Give me an example. Give me an example from yesterday that you're talking about. Because I know last week we're talking about the the long passes that they – I don't know if he's throwing the ball away or whatever it is that are getting picked off. But what was an example of – just some of the balls that he just kind of throw the long balls that get picked off the same stuff as last week when you're just kind of throwing them up there kind of throwing up prayers you, you can't really throw up prayers on Sunday because they're gonna get answered by the wrong God and, <laughs> you know what I mean? and, and, and I think that's what happens again I, those two the two sack fumbles aren't really on him because he didn't see that and the guy was just getting beat off the edge but again you got to protect the football you have to prioritize protecting the football in the NFL so I can't point to one particular play. But it's just almost the way that it felt where it's like, yeah, this this is we're just throwing shit up to the wall and see if it sticks. But on top of that, like he has to see those blitzers coming. Like I think we talked about this before. He's been the fastest player on the field at every level he's been at. And now guys are chasing him down and he has to be able to see, oh, we only have a five man protection. They're 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 blitzing. We got to we got to count for this guy. Hey, listen. Like you said, it's more Saturday shit. That and five man protections need to be taken out of our playbook. Well, yeah, that's ridiculous. Year. But yeah, I, I'm not giving dude any slander. I, I don't care what anybody says. I he's a rookie. He's <clears> in a <throat> shit system, playing for a shit coach with a shit offensive line. What do we expect? I mean, look, he, yeah, he's making some mistakes that are you can't explain. But I don't. He's under a lot of pressure every single time he snaps the ball. A period, point blank. The but and, and when I say pressure, I mean from the defense. I also mean from a, just a shit options to look at when he drops back. He he. There's never ever. It seems like a clear decision that he has. He's so, always trying to figure shit out every single play. And well, I watched. Was one ahead. clear decision? He found Cole Komet on a wide open third and eight, and Cole Komet drops it. Like, and so that's got to be like super frustrating for Fields. He's like, we're finally getting momentum. Yeah. And then the guy that's supposed to be the most reliable target doesn't catch the ball. And that yeah. should happen early in the game, too. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. So let me, let me ask you this, Sean, based on what you just said, right? Yeah. Like, just to play devil's advocate a little bit, is this almost Matt Nagy vindication? Like, is, is this not what Nagy told Absolutely. us was going to happen? No. Okay. Because, no, no, no. Listen, fuck that. Absolutely <laughs> not. This Every single thing that happens with this team lands at Ryan Pace's feet and then Matt Nagy's. It goes one and then it goes two every week. I don't – if – he works on the him and him and Laser Nagy made the offense. Laser's calling. They all work together. He told you that. Remember? Don't forget about me. I, I, I still, I'm still, I'm still involved here every single week. Absolutely not, bro. I don't care about it. vindication for no. Absolutely not. This dude. I don't listen. And I and I told myself I wasn't going to come on here and crush Nagy because it's just a broken record. We already know where I stand. 
on the whole situation. But there's just there just comes a time where I'm watching the game and we are completely overmatched on every level. And it shouldn't be like that in the NFL. We shouldn't, you shouldn't be getting run off the field on every single portion of the game. We 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 were we got dominated in every single phase of the game yesterday. The guys aren't ready to play. We're still yo, shout out the defense for a couple goal line stands and still playing pretty hard in, in a lot of in a lot of spots in the game when they didn't necessarily have to. Um they only gave up three points in the second half. And and they gave up three points in the second half, and Tampa was trying to score at every opportunity. They were still throwing the ball. It was 35 to 3. They were throwing the ball all over. They were trying to score in the second half. So I do salute the D for the second half effort, but the game's already out of reach. Um, at the end of the day, you look at the team, you look at Nagy, and they're just completely overmatched. That's it. And when you're overmatched, he's in over his head as a head coach. He needs to be removed. It's simple as that. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have one of the worst pass defenses in the league, and we still can't get anything going. There's spots where it's like, okay, this team is really, really bad on – just like – uh. It's so alarming in Kansas City with what happened yesterday against the Titans. That Titans secondary and defense is garbage. There's absolutely no way the Chiefs should be putting up three points in that game. It's the same thing. If we if there's a time for us to move the ball via the via the air, it was yesterday. Tampa Bay is 22nd in the league, gives up 264 a game through the air. They're terrible. They have a terrible secondary. They're awful, and we still can't get anything going. So, no, of course not. It all falls at – Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, period, point blank. And I hope Fields is mentally tough enough and can deal with what's going on that once they get removed, he can then start fresh and, and, and really know what it's like to be in the NFL system. That's that's that, that's what it is. I don't know if you guys saw the press conference, but he he wasted no time. Like Fields came out right after the game. He was still yeah. on his pads uh, to give the press conference. So you know, I don't know if that – to me, it just shows a guy getting up there and taking responsibility and trying to – but he said he, one of the first things he said was like, "I'm not used to this. I'm not like, used to I, this. Yeah, I've, got, I've never gotten my ass kicked like this in my entire life. So, yeah, it's going to take some time for him to to figure out things, and um, it's pressure both from the defense, but also the weight of being a starting quarterback in the NFL in the city of Chicago. <clears throat> like that's pressure too, and so he has to deal with all of that. Um, and you hope that this support system that they have with Andy Dalton and Nick Foles, hopefully mentoring him can help burden some of that, but it's a lot for a young player to go through for sure. I was just going to say, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 yeah, My fault. Quick. Let me go really quick, but yeah, I agree with that 100% because he has the pressure of everyone on his back and no support whatsoever. He has the pressure of the whole city being the quarterback of the bears, being a rookie, trying to make shit happen for guys like Allen Robinson, stuff like that. And Matt Nagy is a zero on the support staff. Yeah. Nothing. The, the Matt Nagy, he's not giving him the support he needs at all. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he's out there just trying to hang and do his thing by himself, and I hope he can handle it and is tough enough to do it. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point as far as the Dalton and Foles and the $30 million worth of that that's sitting on the bench. At the very least, those are two guys who have played a lot of NFL games under a lot of different situations, a lot of different circumstances, and hopefully he is kind of – or those two are coming to him and kind of walking him through this and kind of keeping that confidence up. But there's one silver lining to having those guys on the roster – that should 100% be it, right? Like most rookie quarterbacks don't have a quarterback room like that to go back to on Monday or Tuesday when you get back into Hallis Hall to kind of lift you up. So hopefully those two guys are letting them know, hey, man, this is part of the process. Hopefully they're telling them. And I'm sure I'm sure Foles, Foles seems like a pretty straightforward dude. 
I'm sure Falls is telling him, like, hey, this is shit roster, bro. It's <laughs> like, I'm going to keep it real with you. Like, this is a yeah. shitty roster. This is a shitty head coaching situation. So just kind of, you know, grin and bear it, deal with it for the rest of this year. They'll get some new people in here, but don't let it break you. Um, so, I mean, and, and Dalton's played with some shitty teams, too, before. So um, hopefully those guys are in his ear and they're not, they're not, um, you know, he's not losing confidence. Which I don't think he is yet. I think. You know, he same thing that we're looking at. He's looking know, at. It. We bro, know this roster is. is he looked trash. pretty smoked on the sideline. Well, because they were getting down thirty after three after through that. Yeah, but, but what is he gonna look like after that play? Like I, I, I think. Look, hey, man, he had listen, just, hey, listen. He had just turned the ball over for the fifth time that game. Listen to play devil's advocate. What did Joe Burrow look like when he threw three straight interceptions on three straight plays against the Bears? When they cut to him, what did he look like? Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. not saying that he's supposed to look like that and people deal with stuff how they how they that look like a dude that it's not like hey i've turned the ball over a fuck ton and i'm gonna come out and be confident because i know what's going on and i'm confident in the scheme that looked like a dude that's completely fucking lost and he he, he doesn't even know what's happening he can't even he can't even grasp what's going on do you know what i'm saying it's it's different when you feel like there could be a difference that there's a difference coming out and something can be changed and the scheme's going to be different. I think every time he goes out there, he's like, man, who knows what the fuck's going to happen on this drive? Well, yeah, I think he probably processes also that like the bears are at a disadvantage pretty much every time they step on the field because of the talent, like with so many guys out with the COVID list, so many injuries, like the bears are outmanned every time they face a, a quality opponent. And then you face Rogers one week and Brady the next. And Justin Fields is out here looking at the field. Like, what are we supposed to be doing? Like, even if we play our best, we are going to be in a dogfight. Like, there's just no easy games in the NFL, and I, I think he's learning that quickly. Um, but I don't take too much into what his facial reaction was. I mean, people ripped Mitch Trubisky, and he was apparently, like, the best teammate there was. Like, there's no good way to get thrown into the wolves and, like, get your ass kicked. Like, I, I don't know what he's supposed to look like that people are going to be happy with. Yeah, no, that, well, that's not what I'm saying. But do you get my point on the borough and how he Oh, looked? yeah, for sure. But – do you know what I'm through, saying? He went it just last looked, year where he got he got sacked like 300 times and tore his ACL. Like it, it, we hope that doesn't happen to Justin Fields. But like, almost every rookie comes in and takes a beating. Like, there's not very many Justin Herberts that just like come into the league and start playing well right off the bat. Like, it, it takes yeah. some time. I'm not going that deep into how he looked yesterday. I mean, if that becomes a recurring thing, like, yeah, okay, for sure. But this is the first time we've really seen him look dejected on the sideline, and, he, and it's been a rough few weeks. So I just think. Yesterday was an outlier, man. Sometimes you have an outlier. Again, that's why we can't really come up on here hooting and hollering and all that because I just think it was an outlier, man. Like, an outlier. No, man, like, this is not an outlier. It, this it, was, such a, it, was, it yeah. was such a bad ass whooping, right? I get it. We're getting our ass kicked every week, and those are normal, but this was different, man. Like, this one was just you throw your hands up and you say, just get me the fuck out of here. Next, every time we play a good team, we lose. Every time we play, it's, any it's team, simple. We lose. No, 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 no. Every we time we, we don't play, score over twenty points. Hey, I mean, like this is this is what this we is. have Every wins. Time. We have wins over the Bengals and Raiders. They're both first place teams. Yeah, yeah maybe, that's true. That maybe, true. maybe, maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's just me that's just completely never had confidence in this year to begin with. So I can't really be let yeah. down. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. Like it was just an we never had a chance. You said it right from the beginning. We never had a chance. But isn't this the same conversation we have where it's like we know we're overmatched here? For example, the Detroit Lions, like, come out and play hard. Do, like, 
you, you you can't come out and get blown your doors blown off. Shut up, people are fucking around. Mike Evans is walking off before the half is over. Like, all you know what I'm saying? This like disrespectful shit's going on. They're just doing nothing. They don't do anything. I was I made fun of Campbell so much in Detroit about what he was saying and how he acted and how he looked. People were making fun of his coffee drinking and how much caffeine he had. Those boys are playing for his ass. Our boys are not. No talent. Yeah, true. They have zero every they have zero they have nothing. And they play every single last week they they put up a dud, but to go out to LA and and compete with those guys, dude, come on, man. We, we yo, to be honest, the Bears and the Lions were in the exact same situation yesterday. Two of the two of the best teams in the league on the road and look and look at the difference in the game. We absolutely get destroyed. The game is over in the first 10 minutes. The game is absolutely over. We have no shot to win the game. Literally in the first 10 minutes of the ball game. Look at the difference, man. We're overmatched. The coach is overmatched. It's it's that it, that's it. Simple as that. So and and, and let me clear up about the, the Justin Fields body language thing. I'm not I'm not saying like he he needs to clean it up or any of that. I'm just saying how I read that situation, that looks like a dude that is just like so overwhelmed because there's no direction on the offensive end that he doesn't know what to do on every drive. It's like, man, what the fuck am I going to do? I have no offensive protection. I have no scheme to, to, to lean on. I don't know. This is, I don't know. Like this, what, what, what am I supposed to do? That's what I, that's what I took from that. So I was laughing. I was looking at the defensive stats just to, I wanted to see how many tackles Roquan had. And he was, he was great. Another yeah, game. Roquan is great hey, every week. They're gonna have to. Add on, they're gonna have to pay him so much money. It's it's unbelievable because he's awesome every week. He's earned it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's earned it every week. He had th- thirteen total tackles yesterday, eight solo. But I was looking down like the list. We got uh, we got Eddie Jackson, of course. Ogletree's on there, and then you get down to the bottom, and Allen Robinson. Uh, Allen Robinson's on there. Pat O'Donnell's on there. Mooney's on there for making tackles. tackles. Yeah, for making tackles. Yeah, didn't they? I think they all tied Cleo Mack with one. <laughs> they like, did. They that's did. the other thing. Like, we can talk all this want about the quarterback, and yeah, he deserves some perspective, but the, the strength of this team was supposed to be the defense. And obviously, Quinn is out with the COVID, and Hicks is out with an injury, but they just didn't show up yesterday. I mean, they were put in bad spots. The, the starting field position for the Bucks was every time it seemed like in Bears territory. It was. But there was no resistance. Like, it was just Brady. I mean, Brady had all the time in the world. They never put heat on him. So, like, the defense is supposed to deliver also, and they seem to be immune from criticism. I mean, other than we make fun of Eddie Jackson for, like, not knowing how to tackle. But the Bears' defense is supposed to be what's carrying this team, the, the defense in the running game. And when the defense doesn't show up, that's another troubling sign of, like, what, what chance does Justin Fields even have if half the team isn't going to do their job? Well, listen. You already you already have a hard enough time stopping Tom Brady. If you let the other team rush for 180 yards, and he can then play action, and you have to right. worry about run and pass, you're absolutely it's it's, it's a wrap. Yeah. So yeah, the D's been bad for a while, man. We well, yeah, about we, that we all know that, but yeah. like, yeah, yeah. We listen. the The whole entire team is designed incorrectly. We have 30 million dollars buried on the back with backup quarterbacks. Our highest paid players are on the defense. The, they're they're getting older. They're hurt. So I mean, we we know the story. It, it, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same thing. Let me ask you this, Nick. What do we do from here on out? We talked about this last week, right? 
Kbron told because I asked Eli because he 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 would know where do, where does the franchise think they're at? Do they think like they're trying to compete for a playoff spot? What? Well, I don't I don't even know what where to go from here. Just because I, I mean we I think we should have fired the coach coming into the year, right? I, I don't. Are you just? How do you feel about the direction and what we should do the rest of the year? Yeah, so I think you're kind of in this interesting spot where. We as fans know that this thing isn't a playoff thing, but I think the Bears are stubborn and they're still looking at it. Hey, we're second in this division, right? We are second in the division, right? Is Minnesota, what's Minnesota's yeah, record? They had a bye. Uh, yeah. So I think we're either second or third in this division. Obviously, we're headed to Detroit. They still believe that they have a competitive defense that they've spent a lot of money on. They'll point to the wins over the Raiders. They'll point to the win over uh, who else did we beat? Um, Cincy. Cincy. Yeah, beat two first place teams. And they'll think like, hey, yeah, okay, we got killed by Tom Brady, but we still have a chance. You know, we're only one game under 500. We still have a chance to turn this thing around. So I think that that's what they think. I don't think the Bears ever look at it and say, man, we're rebuilding or we're shit or, you know, it's time to wave the white flag. Me personally, um, I think you're in that weird spot now where it's like you can't you can't bench fields, right? Because that's not going to no, do anything. No, no, you no, no, no. Confidence and don't even that. put that so in the atmosphere. Saying, don't, even, you, don't even you don't even say that out loud. You can't, you can't do – but, like, as fans, it's like, yo, we kind of want to wave the white flag, try to suck, get draft picks, whatever it is. But, like, you can't you can't really take him out. So you just kind of got to keep moving forward, man. We Where we are as fans is we have ten more games of this. Like, buckle up. Watch something else <laughs> on Sunday. Get your Sunday ticket on. Get your league pass. You know what I mean? Find something else to watch because this is what it's going to look like for the rest of the year because they don't really have any moves that they can make. There's nothing they can really do right now to change the direction of this thing. You're they can start like moving no dudes, though. It's, it's, it doesn't happen in the But NFL, what's the market like for them? Yeah, like yeah. who wants those guys? Our guys would take a lot of our guys, I think. I don't uh, think you I mean, have these NBA-style fire sales like you do or MLB-style fire sales like you do in the NFL. Yeah, just, I don't think it works that way. No, 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 sure. But you could. they could still – Trades can still happen. They can but still again, get moved. We talked about it last week. They need to replenish their draft assets. So, yeah, if you can get something for some of these guys, go for it. If you can clear some money off the books, go for it. Because this needs this thing needs a complete teardown at season's end. Like, complete teardown. So we talked about this last year. And I, I honestly think that the McCaskey family values those games against the Packers more than anything else. So when Rodgers last week said, I own you guys, and then you asked Cole Komet, who's a lifelong Bears fan who grew up in Arlington Heights, what did he think? And he says he's that Aaron Rodgers is 100% correct. He owns us. Like that, I think, sticks with the McCaskey family. They got embarrassed by their arch rival, and the player that has killed them for the last 15 years just basically mocked them in their face. I think that's going to resonate. But will they make a change? They've never done an in-season scene firing before, in-season firing. Um so will they do that now? They didn't with Mark Tressman and when he lost the entire team. So I, I just don't see that. As for the playoffs, I mean, look at the NFC. Look at the top of the NFC. Arizona, Green Bay, Dallas, Tampa, and I'm missing someone. Oh, the Rams. Those are probably the five best teams in the whole NFL are all in the NFC. So even if the Bears get into a playoff spot, do they actually do they honestly think they can win a playoff game or much less three playoff games against those five teams? There's not a chance in the world. So, like, I – I think that they are done for the year. We all know that. But in their head, do they actually think that this is a playoff team that can win a playoff game against any of those teams? Like, they need to take a hard look and realistically think about that. But yeah. but will they actually take action on that? I, well, that remains to be seen. I, I doubt it. 
Yeah, I think all they got to do is look look down the street on Madison and see what happens when you get some guys that know how to run a run a franchise and run a basketball team. Look yeah, at, we look said at, that a couple of like yeah, but how long did that take? How long was the yeah, public? No, angry yeah, that's, not, that's not the way to look at it. Yeah, like, no, 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 but, but you can still, neutral, but, yeah, but you can still look so. at it as as soon as they moved off those guys, shit started to turn. I mean, around. the results are a week's worth of result. They, I mean, that hasn't been proven by any by any. Yeah, I think but, Eli brought up a good point with the embarrassment thing. Like we've talked about that before. The one thing they don't want is to be embarrassed, and when they get embarrassed, they make changes. And when Tressman became an embarrassment at the end of the year, he was out regardless of how much promise there was going into that second year. So I think it's the same thing with Nagy. That's a really good point. That Aaron Rodgers thing was embarrassment on a national level. It was blasted in your face for seven straight days. I think Nagy, I mean, yeah, that 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 probably sealed Nagy, unless they make the playoffs, which isn't going to happen. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I don't, I don't, I, I, but they're not going to fire in season. It would have to be something. I don't know how I feel about getting fired in season anyway. I don't know what it accomplishes. And there's no natural head coach on the coaching staff. It's not like you're going to make Bill Lazor the head coach. Like he's never done that before. Like no, it would be. uh, They have. uh, They have. What's his face? Who was the head coach on the on the staff? Um, They have Tom Herman, former Texas coach. No, I tweeted this man. Somebody, somebody was talking about. Someone was talking about this. Um, the Bears do have someone who has former head coaching. Maybe it was like an interim level experience. I'll get it for you. But yeah, it's ugly. It's ugly right now. We're gonna have a really tough game next week against the Niners. The Niners are gonna be coming off four straight L's. They're gonna get here and try to try to run it down our throat as well. Let me ask you guys oh, this. Mike, Mike Pennon, shout out Mike, oh, Mike Pennon, former, former Browns head coach. He's available. He's available. Great. He's available. Great. Hey, Henry, Henry Burris is on the coaching staff too. We need to go ahead and give him a shot. What uh Nick, what do you do? Uh you're the fan. They come up and and Mike Evans hands you Tom Brady's six hundredth ball touchdown pass. Listen. Hands it to you in the stands. What what do you what are you doing when not, the Tampa when the when Tampa comes over and asks for the ball back? I'm not giving it up for a jersey and a picture and, a, and another ball. That's what they're going to do, right? Give him a signed Tom Brady jersey and another game ball. Fuck. No, and I, I read they got he got a hundred dollar voucher to the team store. It was a thousand. It was a thousand. I think it was a oh, thousand. No. I think, but no. yeah, still. No, 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 no. Because um, I, I'm not obligated to give that ball up at all, right? So it is my possession. It's my ball. I know that Tom wants it. I know that it has some value. I'm not going to be a dick about it, but I'm definitely going to get going to get my money's worth. Either I need season tickets. We can make that happen, right? Give me a season ticket for me and my wife for a year or so. Or I want some cash. Or I want something of value. Like, match the value that this has. Like, make it happen. You can get right. me season tickets. You can let go of two tickets. The team store, like, that's just the Bucks money going back yeah. to them. Like Yeah. The markup is like 800% <laughs> yes. on that shit anyways, yeah. right? So, like... Yeah, no, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some signed shit that I can put in my memorabilia room. I'm gonna need some season tickets. Um, and that's not like enough. That. Wait, can we talk you know, about in the spot negotiating? Like you're sitting there, you're negotiating on the spot, so you can't be like, I need a check for ten grand. That's not yeah, gonna happen. Dude, but... they said the ball's worth half a mil. Can we uh, talk about uh, how I'm Tony Romo home with it though? Go ahead. Can we talk about how Tony Romo did some indecent proposal shit and was like, "You need a date with Giselle." Yeah, like, I thought that was bro, like, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Time, I'm like, bro, you don't auction off my wife like that. Like, that is weird. He's like, I thought the date with Giselle would be better. I thought that was weird too. I was like, <laughs> like no, what are you is, talking about? Strange. <laughs> no, I'm probably going home with the ball and Tom can DM me. 
One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm you, honestly, how much do you think Brady? Yeah, I'll be back. Do you think Brady actually cares that much about the ball? Like he has so many like collectible like. He said that he only, he doesn't keep too much stuff with the yeah, like, that he wanted. The the that's that's oh, the worry about if you negotiate too much. He's like, I want ten grand, and Tom Brady's like, fine, it's your ball. I don't. Or but, or that it's worth something to a Brady fan. Then. Oh, there's there's right. fan, there's fans who will buy that shit from you. Who they said at an auction, it's a sports memorabilia piece. They said at auction, they'd yeah. be worth five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm probably going back with it. All you, this is what you do. You get the ball. You take a couple pictures. And you 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 figure out if there's some type of serial number on the ball or whatever it is. It takes pictures of that, takes some pictures of you holding it with that number, and you go home. And then you say whoever wants to rock can come talk to me. Season tickets. I'll buy. I'll buy the season tickets with the money that I make off the rock. But I'm just saying, if you're sitting there negotiating there, right? If your goal is to just get something done right there, you could have came away with a lot better than what he came. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know sitting in the stands right there if that ball's worth a half a million. But you know yeah, at true. the very least if you can get two season tickets. I, but I do know that this buddy just walked over and asked for it back. So yeah. it's, 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 there's some value to it. Yeah. And I'm sure, didn't they announce it on the board and all that shit? Yeah, they had to have. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Also, man. Mike Evans, that's got to come out of Mike Evans' check. Because he was like, he just was like, here, have it. And Brady was like, bro, that's not for you to give away. He didn't know. I don't think he, he needed know. to know. He just um, caught Tom touchdowns. Shit, well, yeah. listen, bro. It was Mike Evans. Well, I think it was his second touchdown of the day. He yeah, caught he three was. on the day. He was just catching that. everything. Everything he caught, he was throwing the ball in the stands. He was just like, oh, another one. Let me throw this in the stand. So I thought that was interesting. I uh, I hope someone does right by that dude because a thousand. First of all, what the fuck are you going to buy for a thousand dollars at the team score? Ten jerseys? We're going to have the yeah. whole roster of jerseys yeah, at yeah. your house? Like. Yeah. <laughs> more like three with some of those team shop shit. You don't get anything. Yeah, yeah. two fifty a jersey. Yeah, or something, yeah like two fifty right? a jersey plus tax. Like I hit you for the tax. Yeah. So hey, no, shout he out Khalil. Yeah, he fucked that up. He fucked His whole that family up. member is getting buck stuff for Christmas. Like that's a guarantee. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's shout out Khalil Herbert. Yeah, He's continuing to do his thing. Eighteen carries, one hundred yards, five point six a clip, a long of thirty against a really good rush defense. I'm excited about him. What's do we do we have an update on uh Tariq Cohen? I don't think he's anywhere close to update. Chilling. Hey. Yeah. The update is the check came last Friday. It's gonna come <laughs> Friday as well. He's playing, <laughs> he's playing, he's playing I asked a friend of mine yeah, he's who, definitely streaming. I asked a friend of mine oh, who covers the team who is closer to playing Tevin Jenkins or Tariq Cohen, and he said in 2022 question mark. So like I don't think either of those guys are huh. uh anywhere. What what is his deal, Tariq? Yeah, uh, wasn't it his Achilles? I forgot what, what it exactly what a, was, but what I don't a bad contract. What a bad, bad, bad. I mean, I'm glad that he got paid before he got hurt, but yeah, yeah, that's bad. Like, and when he comes back, what is he the third string running back now? Fourth, like, yeah, as, as, it, he said he's definitely the third. There's no question <laughs> about that. Seventeen million dollars for Tariq Cohen, man. That's awesome. <laughs> There's no, there's no doubt that he's the third. Man, listen, they, me they and, can get out of that deal this year, though. I've been, I've been I screaming this. That. Yeah, I would never pay a running back. Did you see what my man in Cleveland did the other night? Yeah, uh, the, the Ernest yeah. Johnson. He looked the like he, he, oh, yeah, 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 the guy, dude, the guy that was DMing people trying to get a job. <laughs> dude, he looks so good. So no, man, I'm not paying. I'm not paying any any type of. Uh, can we also talk about real quick, Damian yeah. Williams? does not play last year because he's scared of COVID, but then doesn't get the vaccine and ends up getting COVID. Getting like, COVID, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, man. Just like, 
what are your priorities here? I, I just don't. It just doesn't listen, make any listen sense. Listen to Kyrie. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> no, that voice, is. You know. He's a voice for the voiceless. Yeah, yeah. He's a voice, <laughs> the voice for, the for the not playing. The voice for the voiceless. <laughs> yeah, man. We'll, <laughs> we'll leave it there, man. Bears lose thirty-eight to three down in Tampa. They have the 49ers at home next week. A desperate 49ers team. They have lost now four straight, so they're going to be. Wait, I thought Kyle Shanahan was an offensive genius, though. Yeah. Talk about yeah. a guy. Talk about a guy skating off reputation. He's been skating off reputation for the last three years since they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, you think? Uh... But they never get blasted for their draft picks. They we made get, the Bears got made fun of so much for taking Trubisky because they traded down and all that stuff. The, the Niners drafted Solomon Thomas. Thomas. Lust, never get made fun of. This year, Trey Lance is hurt. You don't hear a thing, but Justin Fields is suddenly like, oh, look at these quarterbacks. They can't produce. It's like, yeah. Why do the Niners get a pass? Because John Lynch hurt. is friends with all the national media guys. Like, it just. Yeah, he's the, he's the David Griffin of the NFL. Right. <laughs> David Griffin of the NFL. David Griffin, no smoke. He can fucking run Zion out of town. He's 475 pounds. Gets no smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Because they call him Griff. Right. Text guys on the side. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Shout out Irish in the comments. He confirmed that, yeah, it's it's uh, Tariq is, is an Achilles. So we'll see what happens there. San Francisco in town next week for Eli Cabron, for Big Nick the Quick. I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch on Sports Talk via Chicago. We're out of here.